High Vibe Nation is live. Welcome to the High Vibe Nation, where we have set out to raise the vibration of every human being on the planet. Your hosts on this journey are Sherry Gideons and Pamela Aubrey. So let's join them now in their current interview with a high vibing individual. Hello and welcome to the High Vibe Nation, the number one positive media show focused on raising the vibe of the planet, a space for you to remember the power within you. It's a love revolution. I'm your host, Sherry Gideons, and this is my co-host, Pamela Aubrey. Welcome to the show, everyone. We are so happy to be here with you this evening, and we are equally as happy to have our fabulous guest, Ken Walls, with us this evening. He is the Livestream King CEO of Client Solution Innovations. Ken coaches and consults with clients and celebrities all over the world on how to live stream and use social media properly to get the best results. In his Grow Live Academy, people learn literally everything you need to know to scale your brand and make more money. He is also known by us as the general or the master connector. Welcome to the show, Ken. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited. I'm I I I'd said I'm I feel like I'm eating Sherry's head though. <laughs> Hold it. Uh, I love it. So um thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it really. So awesome to have you here. And we're gonna have a lot of fun tonight, so I'm super excited. Heck yeah. But always, always, <laughs> always have fun. I see a right? lot of amazing people on here. Heck Weldon yeah. and Carrie and Larry and Mo and Curly. And this is awesome. <laughs> so amazing to have all of you here with us as always, yeah. of course. But we've got that question for you, Ken, that we always ask because, you know, we love to talk about being high vibe. So tell okay. us what it means to you to be high vibe. Um, what's it mean to be high vibe? Did I know you were going to ask me that? <laughs> if you've watched our show. <laughs> I've watched. I don't know that I've ever seen the very beginning, but okay. So what's it mean to be high vibe to me is um, me living my best self in um, the highest form that I possibly can. Like, as, as you both know, about me I, today is the day that I celebrate 18 years of, of sobriety and recovery. And thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. You know, I, I, I gotta tell you though, before I got sober, I was, um, man, I was a train wreck. I love your graphics by the way. Um, but I was, I was literally a, I was a train wreck and, and I, I, you know, I, um, about a year and some change into sobriety, I, I started meditating. Somebody suggested that I learn how to meditate. So I started meditating and I've done that now for right at 17 years and, and every single day of my life, I'll be late for a meeting before I miss meditation. Mm. 
and which I've never been late for a meeting because of meditation, but I just have that stuck in my head that I, I, I won't miss it. I just won't miss it. If I'm traveling, I get up an extra hour early just so I have that time to meditate and, and, um, and connect to, to God and, and, or spirit or whatever you, you call it. But I, I refer to refer to it as God, but, um, and I really think that that has given me this, um, it's given me this, this peace and it's given me this, this guidance system. That's just kind of like, cause we're all living on autopilot anyway. Right. Right. So 96% of everything we do is done unconsciously, like blinking your eyes, nodding your head, your breath, your everything. Right. And, and so, when you're when you're on autopilot anyway, why not try to vibrate at the highest frequency that you possibly can? So when you're living on autopilot, you're you're at least vibrating at a higher level, and maybe you'll attract the good stuff in life instead of the bad. So that's kind of the way I roll. Yeah, I love. Did that answer your question? Totally, yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, totally. I love I love everything that you just have invited into the show because that's really what the show is built around. It's built around the idea that we're all human beings. We've all been through life. We've all experienced trauma, but you have acquired tools on the journey. You just spoke about your 18 years of being sober, and that is. I mean, that's awesome. Share with our audience a little bit about the last 18 years, about what you've had to go through in your life to surrender. Yeah. And get to where you have the attitude that you're sharing with the audience right now. You know, um, I, as you, you both know, also, I wrote a book called Walls of Wisdom, Turning Pain into Profit. And I don't mean just financial profit, but I do mean financial profit because I've been homeless and broke and I've been very wealthy. And I promise you that being very wealthy is better. And and so, um, but turning pain into profit, most people in life go through these, these pains, these trials and these tribulations. We're programmed as children to believe the way that our parents want us to believe or our grandparents or the clergy or the the rabbi or the the teachers our siblings whatever never really having the opportunity well we have the opportunity but we don't seize it or see it the opportunity to um to be who who we truly are supposed to be to think outside of what we were programmed to be and so, um, you know, for me, when I, when I got sober, I had made millions of dollars in my twenties and drank it all away, all of it gone. And, and so when I, when I got sober, I, I was at a bottom. I was, I was in so much pain, spiritual pain, physical. I mean, I was turning yellow and jaundice. My, my organs were probably starting to shut down. Um, but I was I, that <clears throat> honestly, I, the thought of dying never really crossed my mind, except for there were times when I'd wake up with a pounding headache and hangover thinking uh, death would be better than this, I'm sure. So it wasn't really the fear of death, but I got to a place where I didn't want to live anymore and I didn't want to die really either. Um, and I just didn't know what to do. And 
And I, you know, there's a saying that I heard in, in recovery called, you know, I went in and I couldn't find my ass with both hands and a flashlight. And I literally couldn't, I mean, I was lost. And, and so, you know, it's, it's required to, um, it's, it's required to surrender. And, and there's a book written, um, by David Hawkins called power versus force. And in that, and I've read that book several times. It's, it's an amazing book. If, if you haven't read, I'm sure you guys have read it. Um, but you know, he, he, and, and I'm going to do a horrible job at summarizing the book, but you know, the essence of the book is whenever we're trying to force something, there's this universal principle that if we're trying to force it, we automatically create resistance. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and that true power comes from surrender. And I've really been thinking about this because I just wrote a, a chapter in a book for a publisher, a spiritual publisher, actually, um, that I'm one of the authors and Bernie Siegel's an author in the book and, um, and several others. But I, and, and I say in this book, like, you know, our power, whenever we're struggling with something, it, it seems so crazy. Cause I have this pit bull mentality. Like if I want it, man, I'm, I'm not letting go until I, I'm just not like it, you know, but like, and, and if, you know, if you've ever been there, you're like, I want this, whatever, and I'm going to have it no matter what. And then yep. it's like, the more you push, the harder you push, the harder you try, you know, the, the, the further it goes away from right. you faster. And, and what really is powerful is just saying, whatever, I surrender, I give up. I, I don't, you know, I don't care. I don't, I like you know, and I, I, I wrote a post a lot years ago on Facebook. There's nothing more powerful than a person who's become indifferent. Once you become indifferent about it, like set your goals. There's this saying in recovery, and, and that is, you know, plan your plans, but let God plan the results. And what that means to me is like plan your plans, set your goals, work your face off, and then surrender the results to to the universe like let god handle it for you and you know you just keep being a good person and do the best you can do and it'll all work out so yeah and you'll have john schneider on your show someday heck yeah <laughs> <Bo> heck yeah <laughs> with with glenn moore shower i was like i was in awe last night it was so crazy. much fun i it love it awesome. he, yeah. he well, yeah, i mean tea do what? He a cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's funny because I was actually listening to some Russell Brand um, over the last couple of days. You know, and as you know, obviously, you know, he's a recovering addict or recovered, right. and mm -hmm. you know, uh, he's talking about a lot of these same things that you're talking about. Just the mm -hmm. fact that you know, really, it can be as simple as one day you're doing something, and the next day you're not. And that it really is this spiritual journey. And so for you, was it like, you know, you started meditating one day and then like the next day it changed or was this a process over a long period of time? That is a wonderful question. So um, the way that it went down was, and, and, and I can just be honest, right. On this show. <laughs> so, um, of course. so, 
I'll try not to disclose too many details, but I, I, um, my first year sober, um, I, I, you know, I was in, in a recovery 12 step program. In fact, my wife went out and, and she, she got me a nice recovery coin for my 18 years and gave it to me after midnight last night. And Glenn Morshower was on a FaceTime call with me at the time. And he's like, Oh brother, I'm so glad I got to experience that with you. And, um, but you know, so the first year, um, I, I, I mean, I, I was lost. Oh my God. I was so lost. I, I, I was homeless two different times my first year sober. And when I say homeless, I wasn't living on the streets at that time or at that point, I was living in somebody else's place on their couch or whatever. That's homeless to me also. Like when somebody tells you, Hey dude, lights out at 10 o'clock, you're, you're either in jail or you're homeless. And so, um, you know, like, you know what I mean? When you're not setting your own rules. You your life. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, the first year I went into this program and I didn't realize that I had this, um, that I had switched addictions. And, and what I mean by that is I went from, from drinking a lot and I mean a lot, lot, 12 pack a day, plus a, a bottle of crown Royal, 12 pack of beer a day, plus a bottle of crown Royal every day or sky vodka or whatever I could get. Um, but so I, um, I started, I mean, an AA, I shouldn't say this. It's not difficult to meet people of the opposite sex in the program. And, and, you know, we're all there cause we're not all there is a saying in the program. And so, um, I switched addictions and, and I was, you know, and then I got really clingy because I, I, I didn't want to have to go look. What I know now is I didn't want to have to face the mirror. I didn't want to have to like look at my, my shortcomings and my faults and my character defects. And I didn't want to have to look at all of the stuff that I had done in my life and, and, and make amends and all that. That's, that's for those other people in the meetings, not me. I'm just going to not drink and have a good time while I'm at it. And, and, you know, and that, you know, as it turns out, um, once you surrender to God and you say, okay, I, I am, um, I'm turning my life over to the care of God as I understand God. Um, you know, once you do that, it, um, once you do that, like, don't be surprised when God kicks you in the ass and says, no, 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 no. That's not the way this is going down, homie. This is going down a different way. You surrendered. Remember, you didn't want to come come home and see me and Jesus. So um, you surrendered. So this is the way it's going. You're going to stop this crap. And so I was staying at this buddy, uh, a, a guy that I met in the program, had this big house, beautiful house in a very wealthy area. And he's like, I, I said, man, I'm, 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 I need a place to stay. If you know anybody that's renting a room or anything. And, and he's like, well, do you have a job? And I go, no, <laughs> I don't. Well, do you have any money? No, I don't. And, and he's like, okay, dude, you can, I got an extra bedroom. You can stay and, and, you know, we'll work it out. And so I was, you know, in and out of the house a lot, going to visit other places and, 
And so finally one day he goes, I walk in, it's like 1030 at night or something and had been not at a meeting. And he goes, Hey bud, I want to talk to you. And I go, okay. And I sit down and he goes, um, Hey, I need you to move out. I need you to get your stuff and get, get out of here. And I go, why, where am I supposed to go? And he goes, I don't know. And I really honestly don't care. Like you need to get your shit and get out of my house. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> I thought we were bros, bro. What's up? Yeah. And he goes, I don't like what you're doing. And, and, um, other people don't like what you're doing. There's a lot of people talking about it in the rooms and, and, um, you know, he goes, look, bud, if, um, if one person calls you a horse, you know, blow it off, um, two, three people call you a horse yeah, whatever, maybe, maybe take a look at it. He goes five, six, seven people call you a horse. It's probably time to buy a saddle. And I go, wow. So you're saying I'm a horse. <laughs> so he goes, yeah. At least the first three letters of that. And I go, whoa, dude. And he goes, he goes, um, you need to, you need to either, dude, uh, he goes, this is your last chance with me. Either, either get it together and really get honest with yourself or, you know, go on back out there and have some more beer or booze or whatever and keep drinking until you either die or you figure it out. And it was that moment of, I don't want to say absolute clarity, um, but it was a moment where I was like, okay, I need to start really digging in. And there's these steps, you know, here I went, I, I and a lot of people do this in recovery. They'll, they come in and they're like, boom, I'm going to the 12th step immediately. And that's where you go out and help other people, right? That's part of the deal. You have to go help other people. And <clears throat> that's what I tried to do. I thought I'm anointed. I'm coming in here and I'm going to save y'all from having to even go to these meetings anymore. Like, you know, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to lay hands on you, speak in tongues and we're good, man. You'll be all right. And so, you know, I, um, I, I literally, I, I, that night I started, I looked at, at, at everything and I started writing and I started doing the steps and, you know, I started with step one, then I did step two, three, and four is a tough step. It's where you do a personal inventory and really dig in and, and dig out all the gunk and, 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 you know, go through like almost a confessional of everything that's ever happened to you and everything wrong that you've ever done. And, and you want to talk about a cleanse? Like, you know, you see all these trends on social media. Hey, come over here and do my cleanse. This is a cleanse. When you do this, when you, it's a spiritual cleanse. And that's the thing is, is <laughs> Carrie Carter, my Pente Pentecostal brother. Go ahead. <laughs> so, so, you know, the, that's the, the biggest problem with most people is, is the same problem I had, the same problem I've seen thousands of people have. It's generally not, you know, if life's not going well, it's typically not because of what we think. Mm -hmm. It's typically some sort of a spiritual malady that yeah. needs to be addressed. And once we address that and we clean it up, we just, it just takes, I'm not talking about being a religious scholar. I'm not, in fact, I'm not a huge fan of organized religion, but like, I, I think that, that, 
that we need to learn to clean our, our spiritual side of the street. <laughs> Thanks, Robert. I appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. So, so I don't even know. Did I, I want to, I feel like I just, we took a left turn. No, at I, love, I love what you shared because on so many levels, obviously, you know, I'm a recovered addict. And so I can relate on so many levels with what you're sharing and so many things that you have to release from the old you, the old yeah. way of being. But there's something inside of you. There's a deep desire, despite what was, that keeps right. moving you forward. What was that for you? Because you obviously didn't go back to drinking and you were facing a mirror of yourself in different circumstances oh. that spiritually were asking you to, it would basically what it was saying was, Hey, you look at you, this is you. Yeah. So what was it in you that kept moving you forward and getting clearer and clearer about what you actually wanted? I, you know, <clears throat> I still am first. Um, Second, I don't have an answer for that. That's the part where I go, you know what? Look, there is a power greater than me, and, and it's not me. But yet I'm, I'm part of it, and I'm connected to it when I want to be. And it always has a desire for me to be connected. Even if I don't have the same desire, it always has that desire for me. It's just like with our children. We always have the desire for for that connection with our children, even though they can grow up and be little buttheads and not want to be connected to us. <laughs> right. So, no, but like, you know, so I, I it, that's the miracle part for me. I'm, I am, Tom just said it. You are the, I am. And I agree with that. When I, you said you asked me what kept me going and what keeps me going what keeps me what keeps me connected to to god what keeps me connected to that energy what keeps me connected to staying sober <clears throat> because if i look i know this for a fact first off alcoholism is a progressive and a fatal illness if left untreated second it, it, if I if I start drinking, even after 18 years of not drinking, I will literally pick up right where I left off in consumption amount. And and it will only take a couple of days, maybe a week, but it won't be long and I'll be breaking out in handcuffs again. And and I'll be, you know, being an idiot. And my my two beautiful daughters who are 14 and 10 have never seen me drunk. They've never seen me have a drink of alcohol. My wife's never seen me have a drink of alcohol and I want to keep it that way. So that's one thing that keeps driving me, but it's not the biggest thing because trust me, I, when I'm, when I'm in alcoholic mode, I'm selfish enough to not care about anybody on planet earth besides me and getting another drink. Right. So, you know, for me, it was, um, the pain. I mean, the, the, the pain of going back to the person that I was, the 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 pain of going back to um the pain that i caused others the pain of going back to uh not having the friends that i have now and, and like i can't i cannot imagine my life 
with alcohol in it ever again because of the pain that it caused me and so many other people. And I don't want to have to go back and make amends again, ever again. Right. That stuff sucks. It's work. It's work. Well, and I think it's so powerful. I mean, you know, we that's one of the things that we don't typically do as humans is do that sort of inventory with ourselves of like, okay, what is it really? What is it yeah. really I need to do? And so, you know, what was that like? What was going through that process like? And, and what did it look like? I mean, was that like months? Was it years? Uh, it was years. It was, it was years. So <clears throat> the fourth step in, in recovery is we did a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Um, fifth step is admitted to God and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs in the fourth step. So, um, and, and here's the interesting thing. As we go through life, <clears throat> I, I truly believe that when we're on a, when we're, when we are on a path of, of becoming a better being, whatever that means. And I think it's different for everyone. <clears throat> Sorry, I just got done. I told you guys, I, my wife threw a surprise party. They, <laughs> And, and yeah, so, um, but when we're on a path of becoming a, a better or a bigger, um, spiritual being or human being, what, however you want to paint the picture, you know, um, first and foremost, there's, there's going to be roadblocks that pop up. There's going to be things that happen and, and you have to, um, you have to know that, that it's, you know, I, I don't like, I don't like the hard times, but the hard times create so much gratitude in the good times. Yep. And, and it also, it also creates this um, fortitude. Like I have this, you know, I lived in, in Seattle and I, I was vice president of sales for a company out there after I'd lost my multi-million dollar company I'd built. And <clears throat> the guy that owns that company is a billionaire with a B. And I told him one day when he said, why do you come in at 11 o'clock in the morning and leave at two every day? And you have a company car, which was a uh, Mercedes and you have a company cell phone and I call you and you're not answering. And I'm just wondering what's going on with the sales team and how things are going. And I'm like, how dare you question me like that? <laughs> and I told this guy who's a b b billionaire with a B that he didn't know that his ass from a hole in the ground. And you want to, I mean, that's how oh. arrogantly sick I was. I was this sick and arrogant piece of crap. And, and so that's a lot different when, than, than, you know, than when I'm, I'm like, oh man, I gotta, you know, whatever I gotta, uh, the challenges that come up today are way different than that. Like when he said, give me back the car, the phone and everything and get out of here. <clears throat> and I literally got out of there and then I realized walking out to my car, oh no, I've been staying in their corporate housing. <laughs> Ouch. I didn't think that all the <laughs> way through. Oops. So, um, oh. you know, 
anyway, Beth, what was your question, Pam? I forgot. I apologize. Yes. I start. I keep going down. No, you're fine. Just, you know, what was the process, you know, quick or was it take some time? It it takes a lot of time. So that fourth step I was talking about, that's where I was going. The fourth step, I've done it multiple, multiple times. I still do it. I practice this when I, when things are not going right for me or I feel discombobulated or, or out of sorts. Hey, Christy Jones. I love that woman. She's amazing. Um, when I start feeling out of sorts, that typically is an indicator for me that there's some sort of a spiritual imbalance and I need to look at things. So I get out of, well, I use my iPad and Apple pencil now, um, which by the way is way better than paper and we're saving trees. Just saying, um, I'm I'm not a tree hugger. I'm just saying I think it's better. So, um, but I think that writing down exactly what's going on with me, writing down, you know, my, because as you go through life on this journey, more and more and more layers of the onion are going to be peeled back. And, and, you know, I do believe that once we get to the core is when it, that's when we, you know, when we say, Hey, I, I saw the light, like you literally are on your way to the light, like you're yeah. done, you know? So <laughs> I, I just want to keep peeling back the layers of the onion. I don't want to be perfect. I just want to, cause I think once you reach that level, you're like, okay, God's like, Hey dude, you got to figure it figured out. Come on back. You know? And it's like, I, I don't, I'm, I love life now and I love my, my kids and, and I love my life and I love helping people. I love that's that's what I live for. I mean, I really truly do. And so it's a journey. It's not man, it's not a destination. It's a journey. That's so awesome. I want to move fast forward to when okay. you entered the stage of the live doing live shows arenas when you and I met. <clears throat> yeah. That's literally almost 7 years ago now. Yeah. Periscope time. Yep. Here we yep. are. I believe you attract what you are. It was a platform that allowed us all to come on together. We ended up attracting each other. We ended up attracting Sherry May and Grant Cardone and Gary yeah. V and all these other people. Yeah. And we started going on every single night like a train supporting each other. You'd go on live and we'd all come on together at the same time, start supporting you in the lives yeah. and vice versa. And I remember you telling me at first how afraid you were to go on live and that you're like, oh, my God, I used to sit there sweating before I went on live. And, you know, here you are. You never gave up. You just kept making that commitment because you wanted to share with people and help people. Yeah. And, you know, let's move into talking about how you've exploded to where you are today and these amazing social media principles that you're teaching people you know, to live stream and become the live stream king like yourself. <laughs> that sounds so, sounds so funny to even say that or hear it. It's awesome. But I do, I do own livestreamingking.com. And I think it's because somebody called me that. I did, I didn't, that's not self-proclaimed by the way. So, um, you know, I, I got to tell you, I was, um, it was about six years ago. Um, when it was, was, yeah, it was, it was cause Periscope didn't come out until 2014. So yeah, I moved um, here. 
six years ago. And yeah. Six yeah. and a half years ago, I moved here, and that's when we were doing it. Yeah. I love Lynn Serrano, by the way. Yeah. Hey, Lynn. Uh, hey, Lynn. Lynn. Pam was there. That's right. I forgot. Pam I was. Yeah, that's right. You were sitting right in front of Lynn. So awesome. Right. I met her that night. So I, I, um, back in 2014, um, I had bought Grant Cardone's sales train. It was a $36,000 investment. Um, I bought his, his sales training, um, university for all of my salespeople. And, um, and then I got to know Grant through some other, other channels and, um, and, you know, he, he, I mean, I had conversations with the dude and, 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 you know, he said, man, you got, and he would say it to everybody, not just me, you got to use this live stream thing, man. There's something to this. You got to learn how to use social media. You got to bang the crap out of it, man. You got to really, you know, people are going out and they're, they're saying, well, I do one tweet a day and I do this and I do that. But that's like taking a thimble out to the ocean, taking a scoop and hiding it, thinking somebody's going to miss it. Like that's nothing. There's billions and billions of people on social media. So if you want to make a splash in the universe, if that's your goal, and if it's not your goal, you need to call me. I'm going to help you find your goals. We need to all be thinking, how can I make a positive splash in this universe? Because you are going to die. No matter what your ego wants you to believe, which it does, it wants you to believe that you're going to live forever. You're not. You're going to die. You have an expiration date. And if you're not living your life trying to figure out how in the hell am I supposed to make a splash while I'm here positively impacting millions of lives or thousands of lives or whatever it is, but impact some freaking people on a positive level while you're here. And yes, you can. So, so when I, when I first saw, thank you, Cindy, when I first saw this, this whole Periscope deal with Grant and, and then Meerkat came out and then Blab came out and I'm doing, yep. I'm like, and like many of us, we're all attracted to Grant Cardone there. Yep. And, and I was like, man, this dude's freaking crazy. What the hell's he doing? He's going live all the time. And, yep. and, and I'm like, what? and then I'm doing it and I'm like, holy crap, this is incredible. And at first though, I I've said this. So many times I've said I the very first time that I went live, I was nervous as a hooker in church. And I literally was. I was terrified well, probably because I was a hooker in church. <laughs> I'm kidding. But like I'm like, I was freaked out and, and I didn't know how to handle it. And then um I just did it anyway. And the first time I did it, I was like, that was really weird. And I was sitting in my office a few hours later. I'm thinking, it was weird, but let's do it again. Why not try? And I go live again. Then maybe Sherry showed up. I don't know. But, you know, like people start showing up and you're like, these are strangers. And I can just talk to people and I can help people. And I can, you know, and, and, and then, you know, I just started doing it. And I've done. I mean, my Periscope got whacked up there for a little bit because I I have two mil, almost two million hearts on on Periscope, right. and and I'm like, how do I cash these in? But so <laughs> <laughs> like, because they keep track of all the hearts. But um, and then on um, and I had eight hundred and some live streams on Periscope, mm-hmm. and then when Twitter bought it, they did something and it reset and and I I don't know what happened, but anyway. 
between that and Facebook and, and interviews like this, and, and I've done well over 2,200 live streams um, over the last six years. And, and, you know, it's been, um, thank you, Colin. You're a good dude. He's a great guy right there. You guys should follow him. Yes. But, but, you know, I, so yeah, Sherry, I, I just said, and you know what, there was, there was probably a stretch of maybe a month or two where I didn't, if I did a live, it was very once in a while. And I see that with, with now I teach it. Right. And I have my academy and, and people buy this academy and I look and I go, what, they're not even logging in. Why are they not logging in? You spend all this money and you're not even logging in and doing the course. What the, and I think, but I, I get it. Cause I've been there. Like, you know, you're like, Oh, I want to, Oh yeah. One that, thank you for put that's um, that's to get the, the my ebook. That's a free ebook. Um, but yeah, you know, I, um, well, I have I, to interrupt for a second Yeah. because I want, I, before you go much further, I want to back up just a little bit and say, okay. yeah, I think it is so incredible. I mean, so you've taken this journey. I mean, such a soul searching journey and, and brought yourself all the way to this place where, you're now doing this on a daily basis, sometimes multiple times a day, yeah. and bringing people along with you, one of which was me, and yeah. as you know, I was terrified to get on camera, yeah. and it was it like was the whole what? time I was Petrified, petrified is a better word. <laughs> Pulling teeth, right? Yes, yeah. it <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, but you have such faith in people, and I think a lot of that comes from your own journey and your own experiences and and seeing what's possible yeah. and so i think to me that is what is so like kind of miraculous about your story is that you've been there you know you've been in the worst of the worst places yeah. and yet you've been able to get to where you are now and now you're bringing other people with you there there's no other reason to get to a higher place in life. Like, you know, there's first off, there's there's you'll never see a hearse with a with a luggage rack, right? You're not taking anything with you. Now, I do believe that that we need to aim for massive abundance in our lives. We need to. It's our duty. Because it's just like, and I a friend of mine, I saw she posted something today talking about abundance and and she said, you know, um, a farmer that does, that maybe the farmer needs 12 buckets of corn to feed his family for the year. If he goes out and plants just enough to get 12 buckets, then he's going to be short because you never, ever, ever get that exact goal because other things like the wind and the rain and the bugs and everything comes in. And it's the same exact metaphor in life like if you're shooting for you know maybe maybe it's a hundred thousand dollars a year if that's your goal and and that's what you need to live on you need to set your it's what grant talks about in the 10x rule you need to create way bigger vision way bigger 10 exit that way when you do fall short because 100 of the time you're going to fall short of the goal so when you fall short would you rather be short of your original $100,000 goal or fall at maybe 70%, reach 70% of that or reach 70% of your million dollar goal? Because the universe doesn't care. 
Right. It does not care. It's just going to deliver whatever it is you say I want and I want to create as, as far as expansiveness. The universe doesn't care. Right. Oh, but God doesn't like rich people. God made rich people. Stop that <laughs> shit. Like God made rich people. God made broke people. It's all about choices. Right. Amen. Sorry. <laughs> I love I love that you're sharing that because you know, just like myself, I came up in a very Christian family. My, you know, my grandfather was a minister. I went to Christian yeah. school and the belief system during the sixties and the seventies was very dogmented and it was very structured around every choice you made was a sin. And, yeah. if you, and, and then if you sinned, you know, this idea of the devil was going to come get you. But what you and I know today and Pam knows today is we know today that it is our thinking coupled with the emotional feeling that we're attached to on the inside. That's what continues to create this vicious cycle. So when we can order a smorgasbord, you know, called, let me just say, I want to be a millionaire or a billionaire or what have you, that is available to us. But it's... Yeah day by day. I agree. And and where the real shift comes in is when we go from, thank you for putting that up there, by the way, the Grow Live Academy. Plus, I don't feel like I'm, I'm <laughs> eating your head anymore. Um, <laughs> but um, the, yeah. the um, you know, when we go from, I want to be a millionaire to I am a millionaire. Right. Because, right, we have to see it in our mind before it actually happens in our life. And and here's the other thing, you know, you take, I've been, thank you, Colin, I appreciate you, man. Um, that's funny the way he said that, end of story. I love that. He's such a good dude. And, but, you know, I, um, you know, you have to, there's these, these different levels and again, this goes back to what Pam asked me earlier. It's 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 like recovering from alcoholism or drug addiction. There, it's a process. It's not an event, right? And and there's these levels in 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 consciousness that have to that have to occur before we see the. Um, manifestation in our lives like these these conscious levels have to occur here first so you know what weldon just said it's it's setting goals so big that not just most people can't understand it but that scares the hell out of you because you don't understand it you know in the movie the secret john Asaraf talks about his little boy sitting in his office and, and pull looks at his vision board and he goes, what's this daddy? And, and, and he's like, Oh, that's a vision board. And he's like, and I, I look at it and, and I look and, and what's this? And he's like, Oh, that's a house that I want. And he goes, and I look at it and I'm like, this is, <laughs> this is the house we just moved into. This is it right here. This is the exact house. So, you know, I have, I had this. And so when I saw that, I got to tell you the power of vision boards too. So when I saw that, I, I, I was single and I had a condo and just did my web development thing. I was still broke all the time, but I, I was like, um, I got, I got to create a vision board. Like, 
oh my god this is so cool like and so um i i bought a cork board and i'm a photoshop expert so i go in i create i put myself i dress up in a suit and i'm i'm i I'm taking selfie pictures from a distance. So I'm getting a full body shot like with a three second timer and you run over. <laughs> and so I'm doing, and I finally get a good shot. I Photoshop myself onto the cover of fortune magazine, leaning against my Ken walls logo, <clears throat> which has changed now, but, and on the cover of the magazine, I wrote, who is this Ken walls guy? And I put, as a subtitle, America's wealthy and business leaders are asking him for help. And, and I think, and so I, I literally came across that about uh, a couple months ago and I thought, Oh my God, I've helped some of the wealthiest, biggest business moguls on planet earth. I mean, Glenn Morshower is, is one of the most famous character actors ever in Hollywood. Yep. He's he's my best friend. He's literally when I get off of here, I'm going to jump into his his acting school class thing because I know he's in there. But like I, you know, he's a one of my best friends ever. I've got you know Mark Victor Hansen and Crystal. I help them with stuff all the time. I call if I call them, they answer. Jeffrey Gittimer, the king of sales. I just hung up with him a little bit ago. You know, like the things that are happening because I intended it. And it doesn't become a reality until you set the intention and then you get the pictures. That's why the vision board stuff works is you're, you're literally concreting what you want by creating it visually. And then it's something that you're, you look at all the time, right? And since we're on autopilot, it's like, oh, there's my house, there's my house, there's my house, there's my. And then one day you wake up and you're like, holy crap, I got my house. How did that happen? Like, it's weird. I'm not kidding. Everything on that vision board has come to pass since I since I created it. Everything. Yeah, yeah. Because you were emotionally connected to it because you were tapped in to that feeling electromagnetic energy that was going on inside you and then you were also visualizing it from the picture and then you were making you were pulling it into your but, now moments you know honestly though sherry and you're right you are 1000 percent right but i didn't know yeah. i felt like a dipshit when i was making the vision for it i was yeah, like what am i doing and this is like if my buddies from the bar could see me now, they'd probably, you know, go, what is wrong with you? You freak. You're creating vision boards. You weirdo. Well, I love it. Here's what's so funny about that. I, I read, I've been reading a book and there's a story in it recently where this author talks about an engineer who created his version of a vision board yeah. and, you know, and he understood the science behind it, but you don't have to, it works either way. And, right. and I think the idea that, you know, it's, it's the believing that it's already there because it is yeah. it's already there. It's just waiting for you yeah. to claim it. That's right. And, and, and it's just like, and we, we've all heard this already, but I'll say it just to remind people, it is exactly the same as gravity. You don't have to understand gravity, but it's, it's going to work. 100% of the time, if you jump off of a building from the 100th floor, there is a 100% chance that you are going to hit the pavement. 
<laughs> gravity just works. So it's the same with, with the law of attraction and all that. But anyway, sorry. I, did we go down the wrong tangent? I don't know. No, I think this all all applies to what you're sharing about what you're even teaching in your Grow Live Academy today, because one of the things that you've grown in yourself is putting this information out worldwide, going and sharing, you know, the challenges and the trauma you've experienced, the human side of you and being willing to make that okay for other people to do it. Yeah, teaching them how to do it themselves. So let's talk a little bit more about that. What's in your academy that you're sharing with people that takes them through these levels that you've gone through in yourself? Well, so in the academy, I very first thing I start off with is um, your energy and and fear and your mindset. And is it Parian? Is that how you say? Parian, thank you so much. Um, but like, I, you know, I know that the number one thing, cause I coach a lot of people. I, I, I work with a lot of people on this stuff and I know the number one thing is fear. Everybody wants to, Oh, I gotta have the graphics perfect. And I gotta have this perfect. And I gotta have, no, you don't. And I'll give you a perfect example. Grant Cardone. Pam, Pamela <laughs> Aubrey, like uh, me. I mean, I used to sit in almost a dark room where I was almost a, a silhouette. <laughs> I looked like a creep. I'd sit out on my porch and smoke cigars and do live streams. I, you know, like I, you've got to, you've got to let go. And and here's the other thing. I talk about, thanks, Mike Phillips. I love that dude. I He's love Mike awesome. Phillips. He's awesome. But, you know, the other thing is this, is when, when, when you are, if you're, if you're living in that fear, there's going to come a day when you're going to have to get over the fear. And what I don't want to have happen for everybody I know and love, which is just about everybody I know. You know, I don't want people to to die with their music still in them. And I've been there. I've been in that place where it's like, God, I got so much I want to say. Brian Hess, how you doing, brother? Good to see you, man. Jose, good to see you, bro. I I I I, I know what it's like to be like I, I've got so much value and I've got this message I know I can deliver and and God, it's my own stupid fear holding me back. And I just get pissed off at myself. And I'm like, why can't I get over this fear? What am I afraid of? People are going to judge me. I know they're going to judge me. If I get on this live stream, what if an ex-girlfriend shows up for the love of God and talks about my dirty toenails or something? I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't have dirty toenails. But you know what I mean? We all go through this crap in our heads and we don't we don't let go and really live our freaking lives. And so, you know, for me it's like if if I'm if I'm going to look if I'm going to live I'm here. Like and like my buddy Glenn Morshower says, I 
I outswam 500 million freaking sperm to get here. Okay. I won that freaking race. I won that race. And, and, and here I am living a mediocre ass life. Are you kidding me? Come on, man. Like you've got to get out of your own way. And so that is what I teach in the Academy. You guys are in both in it. Brian has to in it. <laughs> I love that because even as you're saying it, I'm just like, yeah, like how, how kind of disrespectful for me not to do that. Not yeah. to really honor this, this opportunity I've been given. Yeah. It's like, Hey God, thanks, but I'm not doing it your way. Yo, thanks yeah. for all these gifts, but I, I, I got this. Like, and that's where for me, this is for me, I, I'm not judging anybody else and I'm not, but for me, when I go off that course where I, I, I know I'm supposed to be living my truth and doing this, Lynn's in the course, yeah. And, and and I know I'm supposed to be doing this, living in my truth, but I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and stay over here and, and paralyzed in fear and, and let fear control my life, which none of us have that conscious thought. It's more like, oh, but I have laundry to do. And I have kids. You don't even understand the kids. I mean, now I'm homeschooling. God, COVID. And now I have to buy extra masks just to go to the store. And then I got this going on. Oh, man, I ran out of time. I was going to live stream and wouldn't. Look at that. Would you look at that? It's it's already 1130 at night. And I have I get there sometimes where I'm so busy. I'm like, oh, God, I didn't go live today. And I that bothers me. Like, I won't sleep. So I'll go live at 1230 at night if I have to. I will go live at 1230 at night. I don't care what time it is. You know why? Because there's only going to be 20, 30, 40 people that show up on the live stream anyway. It's it's the it's the replay viewers that will see it when the time is right. Ego is either destructive or creative. Amen. I agree with you, Tom. So So look, Ken is not always. That's right. It's true, man. It's true. When I'm not living and it's the same with everybody watching this. Yep. When you are in your happiest place, when you are feeling the most joy is when you're feeling the most freedom in your spirit. And when you're feeling the most freedom in your spirit is when you're living the way that God designed you to live yes. being you. And that's different for everyone. Yes. And that's okay. Yes, you can absolutely. drive a BMW. I drive a Honda Accord. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Doesn't we're all different? I love you saying Think that. Us. It takes me back to when we very first started on Periscope together, and you were such an encourager for everyone. Even like Sherry and May, when you used to say, "Hey, hey, Sherry, you've got this." Remember when you very first encouraged her to start yeah. talking about her near-death experience? Yes, I was on that. I was on her first one. I remember. I yeah. remember. And you encouraged yeah. her to be her and start telling people about that. And yeah. so with your course, the thing that I love the most about your course is you take people through every level. You over deliver with what's in this course. And then on top of that, the videos are structured five minutes, five minutes, five minutes so that we're moving on to new information yeah. and you don't get bored. You don't like want to know. No, no, no. <laughs> never. 
You don't have time to get bored. <laughs> you have time to get bored. But now you're even That's over funny. delivering more information. Like I just I got an alert. Was it yesterday or today? A new alert of new. I, yeah, I just added yeah. a whole new section. And yeah. I, I have another video I have to create still tonight to add into that section. But see, okay, so the course was going to start out. Jeffrey Gittimer's wife called said, because <clears throat> I did a live stream helping Gittimer promote his book. And his new, his last book and Grant Cardone got on there. So it was me and Gittimer and Grant Cardone. And, and then a bunch of other people were in and out meeting Jeffrey that night. And his wife called and she said, you've got to create a freaking course now. And I go, okay, for what, what are we talking about? And she's like, Ken, you like, nobody knows how to do what you're doing. Like you need to create a course and teach this stuff. And, and, and I'm like, okay. And she's like, I, I, I go, well, I've thought about it, you know, and, she goes, make it a six-week course, six videos per week. That's it, 36. It's $997. I get 36 videos, lifetime access, blah, 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 blah. I go, okay. And then she gets on a Zoom meeting with me and shows me a couple of things that she was thinking. And I'm, I'm like, all right. So that Sunday, I said, I'm doing a pre-launch of this course that I'm creating. If you get it now, I sold it for 50% off. And then uh, if you got it on pre-launch, and then I released it one week at a time. Well, at 36 videos, I was like, there's so much more. I can't yeah. just go like, oh, here, let me do Grow Live Academy 2. So um, I just kept adding to it. Now it's at 80, 82 plus 5, 87 or 88, 89 videos are in there. And I have another one I'm recording tonight video. And then I have a whole nother section I'm doing because I'm like, Oh my God, people don't know how to do email marketing with video and text message marketing and LinkedIn marketing with video. And I do, so I'm going to teach that. And I teach how to do SEO on YouTube videos. I teach you how to create a podcast from start to finish. I teach you everything. And right now it's only $697. So like, but it's going up. When I do the email marketing, it's going up. I It's going to be more than 997 because look, just the YouTube part, just the YouTube part, learning how to rank a YouTube video to the top of YouTube instantly, instantly. And I teach that in eight modules in that, that course. Once you learn how to do that, it can change your life to the tune of millions of dollars. Once you learn how to do it and do it right. That course by itself, I could sell, and it's only eight videos in there. And I could sell that for $2,500 all day long. So you know, I Gittimer told me to sell the original, original course for $19.97. I'm like, dude, I I, I want to make this affordable for people. So anyway, um, yeah, I'm I'm um you'll throw me on throw me one for free though, right? Yeah, no, because you know, you know why? The people I've given it to for free to help out that have helped me, they don't they don't go in and use it. I, I and I've done that where I'm trading, that, but they don't even they don't even log in and use it. So there's no value. You have to be vested in this. Mm-hmm. You have to be vested. So anyway, well, wow. and you just you know I mean every time you go live, there's so much value in what you offer people, and you have countless. I mean I don't even know. You probably don't even know how many thousands of lives you have out there, and the content is just incredible and. Again, I mean, I've heard you. I don't know how many of your lives I've listened to, but it's a lot. And I never walk <laughs> away 
from live going, well, I really didn't get anything out of that. Every time there's something, at least one thing. Thank you, Pam. That's so nice. Yeah. I, I, you know, look, and, and I, this is going to, this is, this is the, I, I can't stand. In fact, I abhor selfish people. I just can't stand self-centered, selfish people. And, and it's probably because I see a reflection of myself from, from when I was, I was, I mean, I was worthless when I was drinking worthless, worthless. And, and I hate that. I hate that part of myself. Although I still embrace it, it's still there. I hate that part of myself because I was not a good person. And when I, when God gave me another chance and said, dude, get your shit together and go help the world. I didn't, he, God didn't like show up. There was no parting of the Red Seas or any of that for me. It was just more like, Hey, I'm getting, I'm fixing to die. And, and something happened triggered in my brain where, or my life, my spirit, my soul, where I just said, I, I can't live like this anymore. And then I went through all these things that we talked about the process and, and, and I realized that there's no other reason for you to be alive. Just so y'all know, than to help other people. There's not another reason. Oh, it's to accumulate wealth. What the freaking hell do you want wealth for? If you're not going to help other people with it, because your ass is going to die someday and you ain't taking a penny of it with you. So what is the point in accumulating wealth? Well, the point for me to accumulate abundance and wealth is to provide for my family and to help other people along the way. And there is no other reason for that. And there's no other like, oh, but I'm going to go out like these the, I, I, there's so many people fakes on, on Instagram. That's why I don't do, I I'm so, I don't do Instagram enough because I go there and like, uh, it's just, so I've unfollowed a lot of those, but still, you know, people rent private jets by the hour to never leave the airport with them just to sit and take pictures inside the jet so they can post that crap on Instagram. Like, are you an idiot? Like you just spent $4,000 to rent a jet so you could take your picture inside of a jet. That's about like learn Photoshop and Photoshop yourself inside a jet. You idiot. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, like I don't get that. Like there, Mike said it. You can't, you, you'll never see a U-Haul behind a hearse. You can't take it with you. And I love nice things. I live in a beautiful home. I have, I really like nice things, but you cannot take this stuff with you. I was dead for 25 minutes on operating table. Ken, you are speaking the truth. Thank you. Oh, dude, that's, that's amazing. That is. No, amazing. I know that. Yeah. Sher Sherry, Sherry knows right there. Sherry. <laughs> he knows. Yeah, I had two near death experiences. I died twice. So I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm, uh, you know, I think in, in the, the biggest part for me, oh, thanks, Maria. I think the, the biggest part for me is, is I wake up every day and I think, I think how, how can I inspire somebody else to live a better life today? 
what can I do to make this world just a little bit better? And if I do that and I can inspire Pam and, and I can in, inspire Sherry and I can inspire Colin and Robert and, and Perrion and, and Mike Phillips and I can, and we all are inspiring each other to live at a higher level, a bigger level, like, Man, is that so bad? Is that a bad way to live? I don't think it is. I think that's a pretty cool way to live. Yeah, yeah. And then along the way, I, I you know, you, you start accumulating money and things, and good things start happening, and you can help other people, and it's just a, it's a cool deal, you know. Yeah, so, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Tell us how you can, we can get your the audience members can learn about your program, how they can get your free book, your free gift. Go to 100livestreamsecrets.com, enter your name and email address. You'll get the ebook for free. And then I'm going to email you until and, and, and follow up with you until one of us dies or you, you buy my course, one of the two. Awesome. Awesome. And if you have a near death experience and come back, then I'll keep emailing you. <laughs> Well, Pam and I can both attest for our friendship with you, your course, how giving and caring you've been to both of us. I know I can speak for myself. We've been friends a long time and you've been very supportive of me all these years, had me on your own show. Yeah. And then Pam, you speak for yourself. Well, and I've, I've said this on videos many times before that I wouldn't even be sitting here saying this at all if it weren't for Ken and that the transformation that took place in me, just going through the process of learning to do this and, and finding my voice really. I mean, that's really, I think ultimately as, as much as it was scary to go on camera, it was really a process of me finding my voice and going on my own personal seeking of myself journey in a new way. And so, yeah, absolutely. Lots of credit to you for that. I'll never forget Pam. The night that I she she reached out to me, Sherry, in in Facebook Messenger, and I had seen her on my live streams, but like I did, you know, the people pop in now. I had seen where she liked it, and I remembered her name from that. And and um, her message to me, I wish I could, I, I could probably go back and find it, but it was like, "OMG, I have to work with you," and I was like, <laughs> and I was eating dinner. And, and I'm sitting next to Jill and I'm like, some girl just said she has to work with me. And she goes, who? And I go, I don't know, Pam Aubrey. I don't, I, I, her name sounds familiar. And she goes, what, what's that mean? I go, I don't know. I'm not hiring. What she mean? She has to work with me. <laughs> and then, so I talked to her and she's like, no, I want you to help me. And, da, da, da. and Pam, you've come out of your shell and Sherry, I've Listen, what you guys have done with this this show, what you're doing is absolutely fantastic. I, I absolutely love what you're doing. I love the graphics. I love your energy. I love what you're accomplishing and you're doing to help the world. And I'm I couldn't be more proud. To, I love both of you, and I I know that you both know that. Um, I couldn't be more proud to say that that I'm you know friends with you and. And that you're students of mine. Oh my yeah. God. And, yeah. and, and you're both like, I mean, I, I gotta be honest, Pam might be the better student. <laughs> just kidding. She's like, she's yeah. like, I, I'm not kidding. Like she, I think she was the very first person to completely complete the course. 
Like it was crazy. I'm kidding. You go, you're both amazing. I had the furthest to go too. (laughs) But you're both amazing leaders. You're amazing women. I love both of you and I love what you're doing. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Awesome. And you know, we love you equally as much. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. I mean, everybody needs to know that the name for Ken is the general. General. Who came up with that? Who that said was me. that? I said, Dan, you are the general, the master <laughs> connector. It's making it happen. Yeah. Oh, you guys are too kind. Somebody's got to do it, right? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Well, it's just been an amazing show, and we're so grateful for you. We're so happy that you finally came on with us since you're Thank our, you. our master teacher. And we're Thank super, you. super happy for tonight. Pam, go ahead Thank and tell you. our audience members how they can uh, reach out to us. Certainly. So you can find us on the web at thehighvibenation.com. You can find us on Facebook at thehighvibenation.com and on Instagram at thehighvibenation. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, everyone. We want to thank all of our our support, our audience members, all of our friends that we've met through, through Ken's page over the years. I mean, Weldon and Robert Brooker, we adore Robert and now Colin. And of course we've met recently, Tom, what did we decide his last name was? Jin or Gin? It's Gin. It's Gin. It's Gin. I love him. And then, you know, everybody that's been on here, Mike Phillips and Oh gosh, Perian, Reed, and gosh, everybody that Brian, of course, we know them all. So I want to thank all of you for coming over here and supporting the High Vibe Nation tonight. Thank you for all your comments. And uh, until we see you Wednesday evening at five o'clock PM Pacific Standard Time, have an amazing next couple of days. Bye now. Love everyone. From everybody here at the High Vibe Nation, we want to say thank you for choosing to raise your vibration. And of course, please like, share, and subscribe. If you need to find us on the web, check us out at www.thehighvibenation.com. Looking forward to seeing you on the next episode and keep high vibing.